Hello everyone, you are listening to another new episode of the 12th Man Podcast. If this is your first time listening, we would like for you to refer to our Instagram account at the 12th Man Podcast for the latest news and updates on the football world and for updates on when we upload a new episode. We also have a phone line going on for you, the listeners, to call in and leave a recording of your opinions on football topics, especially your opinion on the upcoming El Clásico. Make sure to phone in at 213-419-7278 for your recording to be featured on April 9th, the day before El Clásico. Other than that, enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another new episode of the 12th Man Podcast. I am your host, as always, Efren Perez, and today we are doing another match preview Friday. We're going to preview all the big games that are happening in the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, and the Bundesliga. But before we start today's episode, I just want to introduce a, a returning guest who's going to now be part, permanently part of the 12th Man Podcast, my cousin, my primo, Brian. What's up, baby? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me. I hope everyone's doing well as well. Hey, man, are you excited, bro? I mean, I just want to let you know, bro, this international break that we've been on, it's been boring, dude. Like, let's be honest, dude. It's been boring. Like, have you been bored with this international break? Are you happy that club football is coming back this weekend? Oh, man, for real, man. It's because these international games, I mean, they're not exciting, like, at all. Like, I mean, yeah, there's been, like, some, you know, some, uh, like, bad, you know, games, like, as in the Ronaldo one, like, of the situation oh, that happened. Oh, with the, uh, with the, uh, with the goal line technology and everything. Yeah, no, yeah, that one was like, whoa. Hey, I'm just gonna say this just to piss off the Ronaldo fans. That went that wasn't over the line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, it, it passed the line, dude. You can't lie. I I'm not gonna give them the benefit of the doubt, bro. It, it did not pass the line. They they got it right. <laughs> but did you see how how mad Ronaldo got? Like, three yeah, he got, and, he got so like pissed a, off. Yeah, and that's like a controversy right now that he threw his um his captain armband on the floor. So like right oh. now, like the FIFA is like trying to like take money off his pocket. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, he got so mad. <laughs> he walked yeah, off the pit. <laughs> I mean, that's why that's why I don't like the international thing because like once your team is like in a good rhythm, um, the international happens and you know your players get injured, and that's why I don't like it. Yeah, did you? Uh, since me and you are Bar- Barcelona fans, did you see that Pedri? He was a uh, pa- playing for the uh, Spain national team, and they did a nasty tackle on him. He almost got yeah, injured. Yeah, and I I thought he got injured. I was like, I was like, damn, there goes Barca's midfield. But yeah, now, like he he was good apparently. So I mean, I was like, whoa, like thank thank you for real. Yeah, for real, dude. It was crazy, but dude, international break. It's over, dude. We ain't got to worry about that until the summer, dude. We don't have to worry about that anymore this season because now we're coming to the business end of the season, Brian. We got the Champions League quarterfinals coming up. You got some leagues wrapping up, and, dude, it's about to get juicy. But, Brian, let's preview our first set of games this weekend in the Premier League, bro. And the first one we're going to start off with is Chelsea versus West Brom. Right now, Chelsea are in fine form. Their last five matches it has been three draws and two wins. 
And Thomas Tuchel with Chelsea is looking fine, especially now that they got Porto in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. And they are playing West Brom before that quarterfinal clash with Porto. And man, Brian, I mean, you look at West Brom right now, man. They are second bottom. They are 19th place. They are not looking good. They're, dude, they're, they're relegated. For me, West Brom, they're done. You look at their last five matches, they've only won one, drawn two, and lost two. They're done, bro. They're, West Brom are relegated. What, what do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, gonna, it's a lot harder now for, uh, for them to get to the 17th spot, taking Newcastle spot because, I mean, there's 10 points. And, you know, the way how you, be, like you just mentioned, like these five games, they haven't done the best. You know, they have two loss, two draws, and one win. And, I mean, that's not, that's not really good, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's looking a lot difficult for them to go to the 17th spot and take Newcastle right now. Yeah, I know, and you're looking at Chelsea, my boy. I mean, look at Chelsea. They're fighting to be in the top four right now. They're just two points ahead of fifth-place West Ham, and they're actually three points uh, ahead of sixth-place Tottenham, man. Before, you know, I just want to touch on this really quick, dude. Tottenham in the Europa League getting knocked out by Donald Zagreb. I'm not going to lie, bro. That shit was hilarious. (laughs) That that was funny, in my opinion. Them being knocked out, they were 2-0 up. The fact, that, <laughs> the, the fact that the other team, Dynamo Zagreb, their coach the day before the game got jailed. He got sent to prison, and they still managed to win, bro. <laughs> this dude was coaching them inside his, his prison, so he was like, hey, dude, it's it's Tottenham. You can beat them. <laughs> I just, like, it was it was a good game, like, like a, a ton of um good goals, like the one that – and all the goals were from the same dude, and – Oh yeah, or I, I, I think. Yeah, name. man, like all, they were all good goals. Like I like perfectly the one I liked the most was the first one because that one was outside the box. But that was just a nice goal, man. I know, but you know we got a little bit off topic there. But Chelsea, dude, they're looking really good, especially before their uh, Champions League quarterfinal clash against Porto. Right now, they're trying to fight to stay in fourth place. And man, Brian, I mean, they'll to tell you the truth, man. I think the type of team they'll start against West Brom. I think. I don't think it'll be the strongest team, you know. To tell you, I think I think they'll rotate before that uh, Porto game because I think they need to rest a lot of players. They got a lot of players that went to international duty, so I think you know they'll they'll start players that Tucho hasn't you know really uh, started much ever since he's come in. So, I mean, dude, how are you predicting this Chelsea versus West Brom? To tell you the truth, I'm predicting two zero for Chelsea. Yeah, I was gonna say the same as well. Two zero for Chelsea. Um, you know, I agree with you saying like you know, Tuchel should um, you know, sub to their players. You know, give them rest, give them time for the Champions League. You like a good game. The, like, a tough team is coming up to them in the Champions League. Obviously, you know, you gotta rest your team. But you know, know. like, but the thing is, like, I don't think you know Tuchel should like rest all his players. You know, he should like rest. You know, half of them, and then the other half of the. Like the second second half of the game against um, bringing the bringing the starters. Yeah, bring in you know bring in the starters of theirs you know to get the rhythm again, and then you know on the Champions League, let's go you know. I know, dude. They you look at Chelsea, man. They have a route to the final because all they have to do is get through Porto in the quarters, and get through potentially either Real Madrid or Liverpool in the semis, and they they can go to the final. And whoever they face, I mean, 
we've seen Chelsea win the Champions League before, dude. When they had a worse team, the probably yeah. only good team, the probably only good person in that team was probably Drogba, <laughs> who Drogba scored for real, yeah. Who who scored the winning goal too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, I mean anything could happen, you know. Chelsea could possibly even win on the Champions League. Anything exactly. Happen. But we'll have to. But you're hoping for City to win, bro. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I'm hoping for City definitely. <laughs> well, before we actually move on, uh, some of the stats behind this game before uh, the big Chelsea versus West Brom clash. Uh, Chelsea are unbeaten in their last seven Premier League meetings with West Brom, and with uh, five wins and two draws, coming from three zero down at halftime to draw three three in the reverse fixture at the Hawthorns this season. So. You know, earlier this season, dude, our uh, Chelsea were down three one, and they still managed to make it three three at halftime. That's crazy. <laughs> but crazy. Uh, another stat is uh, West Brom are winless in their last fifteen away league games against Chelsea, with three draws and twelve losses since a three one win in September of nineteen seventy eight. In the Premier League, the Baggies have lost 10 of their 12 visits to Stamford Bridge, two draws, failing to score on nine occasions in that run. So, yeah, dude, for me, this just confirms Chelsea's going to win, and I think this this will give them confidence ahead of that fourth full clash midweek. But, Brian, speaking of City, we're going to move on to the next game. Remember, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Chelsea versus West Brom game is this Saturday, 4.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure to catch that one. And the next game we're going to preview is Leicester City versus Manchester City, Brian. Oh, my God. This is a big match. Especially City are also in the Champions League quarterfinals. And this game is just before their quarterfinal clash against Dortmund. Brian, how? Dude, are you nervous about this Leicester team? Because let's be honest with you. This Leicester team, they're good. They beat City earlier in the season. They managed to score, I think it was five goals past them, which is crazy. And they're playing again just before that Dortmund clash. And let's be honest, dude. Premier League, it's over. City's won. Nobody can do anything about it. And Leicester, they're just fighting to stay in fourth place. They're trying to get a Champions League spot. Right now they're in third with 56 points. Uh, One point behind second place, Man United. And five points ahead of fourth place Chelsea. So they're looking good. The Leicester's last five matches, they won three, lost one, drawn one. While City, they're in, they're in first place with seventy one points. Last five matches, they lost one, but have won four. Man, Brian, are you nervous about this match, bro? Be honest. No, definitely. Every time Leicester City plays against Man City, the one player that always wakes up against Man City is Jamie Vardy. Like, he always wakes up against Man City. Like, he always scores, like, two or three goals. Like, I'm like, damn, dude. Like, what? Like, why? <laughs> like, what, why? What, what's, like, what's the hate against Man City? Like, I know, like, you know, Man City is uh, one of the best teams in the Premier League. But, like, I don't see him doing it against other teams. Only Man City, if you really pay attention. That, that, you want to know, you want to know why? You want to know why? I really do. He wants to go to Manchester City. That's why. <laughs> oh my God, it's too late. Anyway, he's like what, thirty three years old, dude. He ain't going to Manchester. Yeah, no, I mean, but like at his age, you know, and the league that he's in, you know, he's playing. He's playing good. He's playing good. Oh yeah, he he's playing really good. I think, you know, Jamie Vardy for Leicester, dude. 
He's like he's like their messy dude. Without him, they're who are they? Yeah, he has like a lot of loyalty for that club. Like everyone yeah. left when they won the Premier League. Everyone left, you know. Everyone went oh, their own yeah. route, but he's the only one that has stayed there. Yeah, like Dante, he left to go to Chelsea, and uh, Riyad Mahrez, he left to go to City too. <laughs> yeah, and there it, you go. You see, and it was and it was just Jamie Vardy that was like, "Nah, bro, I ain't leaving. I'm staying here." And to tell you the truth, dude, ever since he stayed, he hasn't done that bad. To tell you the truth, dude, if Leicester get into a Champions League, I really want Leicester to get into, into a Champions League spot. I really want to see him in the Champions League next season. Because, dude, I'm looking like at Tottenham right now. Dude, if Dynamo Zagreb can beat him in the Europa League, imagine like PSG going against Tottenham. Oh, my God. God, bro, that'd be a murder fest right there. Oh, definitely. I mean, and you look at Liverpool the way they are right now, they're not looking too good. Arsenal, they get into a Champions League spot. Dude, they're out. They're going to finish last place in the group, <laughs> let's be honest. Hey, right, bro, they're undefeated in the Champions League, bro. You never know. Who? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> it's Arsenal, Leicester. man. Nah, Arsenal suck, dude. <laughs> but we'll get, a, we'll get all the love later. But, dude, this Leicester City versus Manchester City clash, I mean – Damn, dude, just before the Dortmund game, too, for City, man. I mean, you, you're a Manchester City fan, dude. Do you want Pep to start his strongest team against Leicester, or do you want him to rotate? Well, this is, like, that's where the, um, you know, the where you have to think because, you know, Pep, Pep as much as, you know, he's a great coach, you know, he's he has done a magnificent um, season since City. You know, the only thing that he needs to win is the Champion League, obviously. And this is where uh, the situation comes. Like, he rotates right when the quarterfinal comes. And I don't like that because, you know, like what I was telling you, like, with this Chelsea, like, it's just, you know, you have to keep the rhythm, you know. You're you're playing good. Like, you, you possibly even have a ticket to the final, and that's what you need. And I... I, I want him to rotate. Yes, I do. But I don't want him to rotate due to the reason that, you know, you want to keep the players in the rhythm. You know, everyone's playing well, especially um, Gugnetan. Like, he's playing really well. And Oh, Gugnetan. Yeah, Gugnetan, excuse me. And you don't want him to, like, sit in the bench. And then, like, he did good in the international, you know, with, with Germany. And you don't want him to sit down. Obviously not. And especially against a good team like Leicester City. Like, I don't want him to rotate as of against lesser city you know keep that rhythm and go against dorman dorman's not an easy ticket you know i know dude especially with holland in there i mean it, it's not gonna it's not gonna look easy for them but dude i mean you this lesser side they're really looking good dude and i mean you're right i've noticed with bep every with city especially in the quarterfinals of the champions league he overthinks it dude I feel like he overthinks. He tries to do something like some tactical mastermind. It's just like, dude, just make it, do it simple, do it easy, and just you know stick to what you know, stick to what's working. Yeah, you know, like, like he's the only one. Like I always see in the quarterfinals that rotate his players. And I'm just like, no, like keep the same team that you you've been using in Champion League. Keep them, like, yeah, you, using it. Yeah, use you use what works, dude, because. Every time with him, dude, I'm just like, dude, you're making it complicated for everybody else, especially <laughs> yourself, bro. You need to calm uh, down. <laughs> agree, agree. So he needs to do something about it. But a route to the final for City, I don't know, dude. Because if they get through Dortmund, 
they either got to face Bayern or PSG in the semifinals. And man, that'd be tough. And let's say they do. Let's say City meets like, you know, a Real Madrid at the final. I don't know, dude, if they're going to win it. <laughs> I don't I'm either, man. But uh, it, I'm I scared. Mean, yeah, it's. It's a, it's a coin in the air to toss. Sure. Yeah, hopefully Liverpool can do the job. But <laughs> <laughs> but before be, before be, we be Madrid, move... be Madrid. Oh, dude, I hope they do. Fuck, dude. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a one zero. Just beat them, please. Exactly, bro. Just fucking <laughs> eliminate them. I don't care, bro. Oh, man. I, hey, for me to wake up, man, please. Yeah. Oh, nah, bro. It gotta be Diego Jota, Diego, dude. He has whipped the rat. Yeah. He's playing good but somebody man please wake up and we're actually going to speak about Liverpool right now but before we do we're going to look at the stats with Leicester versus Manchester City uh Leicester are looking to complete their first league double over Manchester City since the 1986-87 season following their 5-2 win at the Etihad earlier this season damn dude 5-2 whoa and another stat uh is Manchester City have alternated between defeat and victory in the last four Premier League away games against Leicester, winning the exact fixture 1-0 last season. Man, dude, this, this is going to be good. I mean, Leicester versus Manchester City, whoo! I mean, it's going to be a tough one for Pep, especially Leicester looking fine under Brendan Rodgers. But just to let everyone know, the Leicester City versus Manchester City game is this Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And make sure to check that exciting game out for City's clash against Dortmund in the Champions League midweek. Brian, speaking of Arsenal and Liverpool, the next match we're going to preview is Arsenal versus Liverpool, bro. That game is this Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Man, Brian, this this is looking like a good one. I mean, we're speaking about Arsenal, dude. They're not looking so hot, dude. They're ninth place, bro. Ninth place. Arsenal, last five matches, two wins, two draws, and one loss. They're in ninth place with 42 points. Everton's above them. West Ham is above them, dude. And Aston Villa is just below them by one point. And you have Leeds United just, I think, three points behind them as well. I mean, bro, let's let's talk about Arsenal really quick. How bad has their season been this season? I mean, it's just like as every season, dude, they're, they're not looking bright. Yeah, they're not, dude, especially with Mikel Arteta as their coach. I mean, they're not looking so good. <laughs> you know, I, I thought when they brought him in, you know, I thought he was going to change Arsenal, you know, at least get them into the Europa League, you know, at least. You know, because mm-hmm. he learned from Pep Guardiola, you know. But yeah. it's just the same thing every season. Like, they're always in the mid-table, and I don't know why. I just, I don't know. Like, they have good players as well. I think it's because of their owner, dude. Their owner really does invest much money into them like dude i'm not joking you look you you look at the january transfer window earlier you know who arsenal only brought in one player that was martin odegaard from real madrid and they got him on loan and he's actually he's actually been playing really good for arsenal but you want to know something something not so bright from arsenal what is they don't they don't have an option to buy him. It's just a loan, dude. And he's doing really good for them. He's playing in that number 10 position for them, which they've been begging for for a while. He's been doing really good. And they don't have an option to buy him. Do you know how much money they're going to have to pay at the end of the season for him? They're talking around about $40 million 
or higher. I mean, that's and to tell you the truth, I think Real might sell to Arsenal. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah I think so too. Um, due to the reason that you know they need the money, and with that money, you know they could buy like Mbappe, Mbappe. or yeah. Huh? They they if they want Mbappe, they got to sell Martin Odegaard, dude. They need to make up that money, but. I mean, dude, Arsenal, dude, they're just not looking so good. I mean, they're good in the Europa League. They're in the quarterfinals of the Europa League, I think. And this, and this game is just before their quarterfinal uh, clash in the Europa League against Savia Pra. So, I mean, whether they – if they win the Europa League Arsenal, they can get into the Champions League next season automatically. But whether that will happen or not, I have no idea, dude. But – Let's let's move on to Liverpool, dude, who are in seventh place with 46 points, last five matches, only two wins and three losses, dude. Ah, man, Brian. This is so important because I really want Liverpool <laughs> to win against Arsenal so they, they could have some confidence going into Real Madrid <laughs> and whoop their ass, dude. <laughs> I, I was gonna say right now. I'm like, I was gonna say right now, man. This is the Liverpool that we're gonna that we're gonna be watching against Madrid. No way, man. Just take them uh, out of the Champions League already. <laughs> I, I was actually mentioning. I was I actually wanted to mention to you, dude. Let's say this Liverpool side right now beats Real Madrid and goes to the semis of the Champions League. I'm saying it right now. Real Madrid need a hide for a while, bro. They need to hide because that is no excuse. This is a Liverpool side that has – let's just start with the injuries dude, that they got. Joe Gomez and Van Dyke, their two starting center backs, they are out. They are out. Virgil Van Dyke might return towards the end of April or the beginning of May. Joe Gomez out for the rest of the season. He's not going to the Euros for England. On top of that, dude, you have their backup center back. Joel Matthew, he's out for the rest of the season as well, I believe. And, dude, I mean, you start with all Axley, all Alex Axley Chamberlain, they're the English midfielder. He's out too. I mean, they're just plagued with injuries, bro. If Real Madrid doesn't beat this Liverpool side, I'm laughing my ass off, bro. But, ah. Uh, I have a feeling, bro. Real Madrid are going to whoop Liverpool's ass in the Champions League. What do you think? No, definitely, man. Um, like what you're saying, like Liverpool, they're the players, like they're all injured and they're all from the defense. And, you know, you you can't – I mean, obviously, yes, you want, you know, their forward to score a lot of goals because, I mean, that's the only way that you, you'll win. You know, defending is not, not going to help them at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to help them. And I don't see him scoring goals, dude, against, you know, Real Madrid. Hey, but hold of... up, dude. But, but hold up. Like, I've been seeing Salah work out, like, if he's going to, like, WrestleMania or something. Oh, man. yeah. So has Ramos for <laughs> <I know>. Real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, but they're going to be, like, the main event for, like, WrestleMania. This year, bro. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Man, oh, dude, that's gonna be funny. You remember that Champions League final with Liverpool Real Madrid? Because yeah. what is that? Ramos bro, uh, he broke. His, broke. Uh, he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, Salas. Oh my god, bro. man. That's why he's over. Here, that's why he's over here doing um uh, pull up bars, man. He's trying to. Oh, train, yeah. He's trying to like make that shoulder strong for Ramos. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, you already know he's gonna elbow Ramos in the stomach or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good game in, in the, in the front, you know. When yeah. It's uh, Liverpool having the ball going to their goal. Like, it's gonna be a good, interesting game right there. But this match right here with Arsenal versus Liverpool, man, how do you see it going, dude? Um, to be honest with you, I see uh, I see a tie. I see a a one one. Yeah, I'm a. I'm probably gonna agree with you. I'm actually gonna go two two. I'm gonna go two two right now. Liverpool seventh place. Uh, they right now they're six points behind fourth place Chelsea, three points behind fifth place West Ham, and two points behind sixth place Tottenham. And Liverpool, dude, in the Premier League, bad. Liverpool in the Champions League. Hopefully it's a different story, bro. Who knows, bro? They could probably they could probably win it this season. I don't I have no idea, but I mean, let's look at some of the stats of, uh, of this match between Arsenal and Liverpool. Arsenal have won their exact fixture 2-1 last season and are looking to beat Liverpool in consecutive home league games for the first time since April of 2015. And Liverpool have won just two of their last 20 Premier League away games against Arsenal with nine draws and nine losses, winning 2-0 in August of 2011 and 4-3 in August of 2016. That's kind of crazy, dude. Ever since Jurgen Klopp has joined, he's only beat Arsenal away once. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. But it's going to be a draw, bro, let's be honest. Both teams not looking good, and both teams are – they're just focusing on on Europe right now. But that match between Arsenal versus Liverpool – is going to be this Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's going to be exciting. And that actually concludes our preview for the Premier League. Just to let everyone know out there, uh, the Chelsea versus West Brom game this Saturday, 4.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Leicester City versus Manchester City is this Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the Arsenal versus Liverpool game is this Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And Brian, bro, we're going to move on to, ooh, we're going to go to Spain, bro, because we're going to go preview the games in La Liga, baby. And the first one we're going to start off with is, speaking of the damn devil, bro, (laughs) Real Madrid versus Ibar. Oh, my God, dude. Let's let's be honest. Let's be honest, bro. I can't escape that team, man. That team is everywhere I look, man. I see it in in my house because of my dad. I see it in the internet because of, you know, Madrid. It's Madrid. I see I hear it because of everyone else, man. I can't escape this team. Exactly, bro. Like like Kevin and Ruben here in the 12th Man Podcast, bro. This this is one of the teams they support. Whatever, whoever the (laughs) fuck they support, bro. (laughs) No, I mean, this is one of the, like you said, like, this is one of the teams that they support, like, for sure. And, (laughs) oh, man. I'm telling you, dude. I mean, you look at this. Let's look. Let's look at this game. Real Madrid, last five matches in La Liga. Three wins and two draws. Ibar, dude. Because Real Madrid are in third place. They're fighting. They're just, you know, six points behind first place. That's like going two points behind second place Barcelona. But Ibar, dude, they're like third bottom. They're in 18th place. They're in the relegation zone. If they, if the C, if La Liga were to end right now, Ibar would be going down to the second division. But right now, Ibar, they're in 18th place, 23 points, two points behind. 17th place, Elche, to get out of the relegation zone. That's five matches for Ibar. Three losses and two draws, dude. Brian, let's be honest, dude. Real Madrid's going to win this one. Especially, dude, they could play their weakest team 
and they're still going to end up beating Ivor, and they'll be fresh for that Liverpool game. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, Madrid, like, yeah, they're, they're good. I'm not going to lie. Um, You know, even though they don't have, like, a star in the team, they, they, they're, they're, they're doing good. They're doing really good. And I, I don't understand, like, how is this team doing good? And Avad, you know, Avad just not looking bright, you know, as much as I want them to win, you know, so they could, like, back off of Barcelona's, you know, back. Exactly. But yeah. but um, one thing about Avad, every time they play against Madrid, you know, they they – they go they go really hard against Madrid, so I'm hoping they could win. But Madrid right now playing really well. I just see Madrid winning like two one for sure. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go probably three one for Real, dude. I think Real is just gonna whoop Ibar's ass. Damn, dude. Why do they? Why does? Ah, uh, this is. Damn, dude. Fuck, I'm scared. They gotta beat Liverpool, bro. <laughs> they gotta beat Liverpool. Oh, man. And I was hoping Liverpool was gonna. I hope Liverpool was gonna go on a crazy one, dude. I hope they were gonna like whoop Real Madrid's ass, knock them out. But damn, they might. Real Madrid might win the Champions League this season. Dude. Well, that, well, 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 well. Speaking of Madrid, like I mean, they have a, a a really hard schedule coming up. They have Liverpool, then they have Barcelona, then they have Liverpool. I mean, their players are gonna be dead. They're gonna be tired, you know, a little bit. Yeah, but I mean that's. If they get through, dude, let's say we let's say Barcelona win La Liga and the Copa del Rey. If these dudes win the Champions League, oh my God, we will never oh, hear. Fans are gonna be like, oh my, we will never hear the end of it, dude. We will never hear it. I'm telling I'm you right like, now. Oh, man, I just put my head down like the whole <laughs> year if I have to. Oh my God, dude, this is. Ah, uh, please, bro. At least let somebody else win it. Jesus, I'll take PSG to win it, bro. <laughs> well, bro, I, I'll even take Porto to win it. I don't oh, care. Oh yeah, bro. for I'll take Chelsea. I'll take anyone, bro. Just make it somebody else, dude. <laughs> please, Jesus, Man. give us till next season so Barcelona can challenge for it, bro. <laughs> Man, football gods out there, please. Please, I know you guys bro. love Madrid, but a little accident, please. Yeah. Oh, for real, dude. <laughs> A little accident, man. Just one, just one little accident. That's it. Please, bro. Please. <laughs> well, let's look at the stats of this Real Madrid versus Ibar game, bro. Ibar have won only one of their thirteen La Liga games against Real Madrid, losing eleven times. <laughs> <laughs> losing eleven times to the Whites. Uh, one draw, and that draw was a one-one draw in October of 2016 at the Santiago Bernabéu. So Real Madrid Stadium. At home, Real Madrid have scored in each of their six La Liga games against Ibar, scoring 16 goals on aggregate, 2.6 goals per game, and conceding only three, keeping three clean sheets. Yeah, bro. It, it's over, bro. <laughs> I, Ibar <laughs> losing. <laughs> Ibar losing that game. But just a reminder, everyone, that Real Madrid versus Ibar game is this Saturday, 7, 15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to move on to the next match, and that is – this is probably the biggest one in La Liga, dude. This is probably big. Sevilla versus Atletico Madrid. This is a good one. This is a good one. Because right now, Sevilla, they're in fourth place with 55 points. Last five matches, 
They've drawn one, lost two, and won two. The last three matches, though, they're undefeated. Two wins, one draw. Well, Atletico, their last five matches, they're looking okay. I mean, it's only two draws and three wins, but Atletico, they just got knocked out of the Champions League by Chelsea, as we've said before. And, man, dude, the Sevilla side, they're fighting to stay in the Champions League spot. They want to make into the Champions League next season. And I'm telling you, dude, I think Sevilla will win this game, dude. I think Sevilla will be Atletico (laughs) 1-0. I'm saying it right now because I've noticed, dude, I told like I've said I've said this before on on the podcast. I'd like to go have to win every game from here to the end of the season. And they they have they have to face Sevilla now. They still have to face Athletic Bilbao again and they have to face Barcelona. I don't see it happening dude, for for Athletic beating Sevilla. What do, what do you think? Oh, for sure, man. Um, Atletico Madrid, like as you know, I, the only player I like in that in that team is Luis Suarez, and but that's another that's another thing. Um, but you know, Atletico Madrid for sure. Um, going against Sevilla, that's a good game. Um, Sevilla, like they're like uh they're like dogs, man. They 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 attack and they defend really oh, well. Yeah. They they and, really do. And Atletico is the same thing too. Like they, they, they're good at defending, and it's a, it's a good game. Like, but for like you said, um, Sevilla is gonna win Atletico. I see a draw to be honest, dude. I see a, I see a one-one for sure, and it's gonna be like, a, like a really, really intense game, a really intense game for for Atletico fans out there. They're gonna be watching it. They're gonna be like on their chairs. They're gonna be like holding it really hard, dude. Let me, let me see. If Barcelona win this weekend, and let's say Atletico draws, because right it's now two points, two points, will yeah. it for sure be? Oh, okay. So it will be two points. All right. Because right now Barcelona are second place, sixty-two points. They're four points behind them right now, right? Right. Yeah, it will be two points if they draw. But if they lose, it will be one point. I'm one telling point. you, dude. I'm telling you. I, this Atletico side. I don't know, dude. They're just you they're know, not they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't they wouldn't be in this situation if they lost games or draw games and lost the ten point lead in the Liga. They yeah. wouldn't be in the situation. You look at you look at you look at Atletico right now, they have twenty wins. But then they only have two losses, the least amount of losses in La Liga right now. But you look at their draws, dude, out of the top three. They are tied with Six draws with Real Madrid. Barcelona only has five draws. I'm telling you, dude, they draw. If they don't win against Sevilla, I'm telling you right now, I don't think they'll win it. I think they fucked up, dude. They had, like, what, a 10-point gap, 13-point gap, I think. And now look how much they fucked up, dude. I'm yeah, telling like, you. They, 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 they wouldn't be in the situation if they were drawing games, like, you had to win those games so you wouldn't be in the situation right now. Let's just hope, dude. Let's just hope Sevilla oh, I mean, does I'm hoping, the job. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping Sevilla do something so, you know, Barcelona. Like, it will it make the league a lot better than what it is right now. 
For yeah, sure. dude. Yeah, for real. But please to be a bro. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> real, man. Yeah, do something, bro. Please, because Barcelona, you know, they're playing really well right now. Yeah, you can whoop our ass. Whoop their ass, please, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real, man. Take out that team that, like, take out the squad that you took out against Barcelona in the Copa Rey in the first game. Like, yeah, exactly. 2-0. Use that squad. Exactly, dude. Whoop their ass, bro. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, if, if it ends for a draw for us, like, oh, dude, Dude, oh, dude, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be nervous. It's going to be two points if Barcelona win this weekend. But before we move on to the Barcelona game, let's look at the stats behind the Sevilla versus Atletico game. Sevilla have failed to win in their last eight La Liga games against Atletico with four draws and four losses since a 1-0 win at home in October 2016 under Jorge Sampaoli. They're going to break that shit, dude. They're going to break it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to break it, bro. Under, and another stat is under Diego Simeone, Atletico Madrid have lost only one of their nine away La Liga games against Sevilla with four wins, four draws. Prior to this period, the uh, Madrid side had, had lost four of their previous five, only winning one. I'm telling you, bro, watch, bro. Sevilla is going to break that shit, bro. Sevilla is going to break that shit. But just a reminder out there for everyone, the Sevilla versus Atletico Madrid game is this Sunday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, man, Brian, we're going to move on to the granddaddy, bro. Our team, bro, Barcelona. Barcelona is playing against Real Valladolid this weekend. And, man, Brian, dude, I'm looking at this this fixture, bro. Valladolid, they're they're around that relegation spot. They're in 16th. They're just two points ahead of 17th place Elche and four points ahead of 18th place Ibar. The last five matches, three draws, one loss, one win. And Barcelona are playing at home, bro. This should be an easy win, bro. Please, bro. This should be an easy win, right? You got to tell me this is an easy win, bro. It, it should be. You know, that's how the the picture looks like. It should be an easy win, but, you know, I I mean as much as I love Barcelona, you just you don't know what what like you don't know how they're gonna play like these small teams. They always go against. They always play good against Barcelona. Like there's always that one hit wonder kid that just scores goals against Barca, and then you know Barca are clueless when they get scored on like easily. Yeah, I know. Do watch some watch some wonderkin from Bayolid of all teams. His know, name probably be Jorge Sanchez or something. He scores a hat trick against Barcelona. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You see, but hopefully not. Um, the way how Barcelona have been playing, uh, they've been playing really well. Uh, yeah, we've, these... we've, been, we've been playing really good, especially uh, Sergio Dest. If you saw him yeah, during the yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna mention that player. You know, like not to be like, um, like. Bias or anything, but like he's been playing really, really well. Like, hopefully, he keeps he keeps it up. I know, dude. And I'm just like, you look at Des during the international break, dude. That's that goal he scored against Jamaica. Oh man, I watched, I'm not gonna lie, I watched it like three times on my phone. Yeah, that that and the crazy part is, dude, he wasn't even playing as right back, he was playing as a left back, and he still scored that goal. <laughs> Yeah, and then like the reporter asked him like, "Where do you where do you feel comfortable?" And he was like, "Nah, I just like you know I play in the left and the right." And I was like, "Oh, then we have a you know we have a good replacement for Jordi Alba if we can't find one." Nah, he he's on the right, dude. Des yeah, yeah, is for a sure new. He's on right for sure. He's De- on right. Des, yeah. let's be honest, bro. Des, he's a new Danny Alves. We we've been waiting to replace Danny Alves forever, and 
The next Danny Elvis? Ooh, I don't know. But I'll we, be telling we, you. we found a replacement. Yeah, we did. For sure we did. But the next Danny Elvis? Oof. I don't know, man. It's too early. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If, well, if he wins the Champions League, shit. I mean, I think you look at Barcelona's last match against Sociedad. I think Dest was the first American player to ever score two goals in the La Liga season in history. The first American player to score a double in the La Liga season. He's a right back, dude. He's not like a midfielder or a striker. This dude is a right back. He's supposed to be defending, but the way we play, our fullbacks, they bomb forward, and he scored two goals against Sociedad. Who, let me remind you, Brian, Sociedad, before that Barcelona game, were the sixth best defense in the top five leagues in Europe. And they we matched with six by him, and Des scored two, bro. That's that's my boy right there. And you look at Barcelona and their last five matches, bro, in La Liga, all W's, bro. All wins. They're looking in fine form. And dude, man, please, bro. Like, I don't like, dude. When Coleman, when Ronald Coleman first came in, were you excited about him? Be honest. I mean, you know. I, I I don't know. I wasn't to be honest with you. I mean, Me I did either. see the change. I, I see the I saw the change that he did for Netherlands. You know, obviously different um international and club. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. clubs. But you know, I guess you know we just had to, we just had to give him you know time. Like he's really good with um youngsters. Um, and that's what he's doing right now. You know, he's he's doing good right now with Barcelona because Barcelona right now have uh youngsters. And the only old players that we have are it's probably Messi, Busquets, Piqué, yeah, yeah. Um, Jordi Alba. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then majority of Barcelona players, they're young, and he knows how to work with young players. So I guess you know we weren't happy as Barcelona fans, but now that we see like a good improvement, I think you know we should give him like, at least one more year. You know, like give him a chance to see what he could do with the young players. Yeah, dude, now that we got a new president, we'll have to see what happens. But what's your prediction with Barcelona versus Valladolid? I'm going, dude. I'm going big. Going with the 3-0 three, three win for Barcelona. I was going to say – I'm, I'm going to say 3-1. I'm going to say 3-1 Barcelona. All right. All right, then. But just to let everyone know, the Barcelona game versus Valladolid game is this Monday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, man, that's going to look like a good one. But, Brian, that actually concludes our previews for La Liga. Just a reminder out there for everyone, the Real Madrid versus Ibar game is this Saturday, 7.15 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Sevilla versus Atletico Madrid game is this Sunday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the Barcelona versus Valladolid game is this Monday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to move on, Brian, to Italy, bro, to Serie A, because we're going to preview two games over there. And the first one is the Torino versus Juventus game, the Turin Derby. This is a derby, bro, in Turin. And, man, bro, you look at Juventus right now. Right now, bro, I'm telling you right now, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be fired up for this game. Ever since that, you know, what happened in the international break. It, it wasn't over the line, bro. Saying it right now. It was not <laughs> over the fucking line. It did not go over, bro. I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt, bro. Fuck that shit. It did not go over the line. I'm saying it right now. I'm defending that, bro. If any of the guys here on the 12th Man podcast try to go against me, I'm saying it right now, dude. 
it did not go over the line. And I will make up any excuse, bro. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if I sound like a hater, bro. It did not go over the line, bro. But oh, Torino, Torino versus Juventus right now. Torino are going to play at home while Juventus are going to play away. Right now, you look at Juventus. They're in third place right now with 55 points, four points behind second place me, uh, AC Milan, and 10 points behind first place Inter. Last five matches with Juventus, they have lost one, drawn one, and won three. Torino right now, they're trying to not get relegated. And Torino, bro, they have a pretty decent squad, Brian. Uh, if you notice, Belotti, he plays for Torino. Really good Italian striker. I think he's like 23, 22. Really good for them. The last five games for Torino, they won two and lost three. They sit in 17th place with 23 points, just above uh, the relegation zone, just above 18th place Galgari with uh, 22 points. And, man, Brian, this is going to be an exciting one, bro. This is a this is a derby right here. And I'm, I'm just going to say it, dude. Juventus is going to win. <laughs> Juventus is going to win. Uh, you know, I definitely agree. Um, you know, to all the Ronaldo fans out there, I mean, this is a game that you're going to want to watch because this man is fired up right now. He's going to score at least two goals for sure. Every, right, time, he's, he's every time something yeah, every time something happens to Ronaldo, like he has one bad game or they uh, they do something bad to him, this man explodes. Oh, yeah, and he's going to explode, bro. You already know. He's, I'm yeah. telling you, dude. He's going to – two goals? Nah, bro. He's scoring like three hat-tricks, baby. He's scoring that goal. <laughs> I'm telling you. Right. I mean, a hat-trick? Maybe. But that he's going to score two goals? Oh, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. He will score. I think he'll score a hat-trick maybe. Maybe even four goals maybe. But, I mean, dude, they, they are pissed. And I just wanted to ask you, dude. Juventus haven't had a good season. I think the only thing they might win this season is probably the Coppa Italia. City, I don't think they're going to win it. I'm telling you right now, dude. I Do you think Birlo will last past the season? Because I'm telling you, dude, I don't think, I don't think Birlo will last next season. I think he'll be sacked at the end of the season. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the only thing that, you know, if Pirlo wants to keep his job, the only thing that he has to win is the Coppa Italia against um Atlanta. But, I mean, I mean, I, re- I think about it. I'm like, they gave Pirlo that job really fast. And, you know, he, he doesn't have, you know, that experience that he should have, you know, developed when he had, again, when he had the young, um, the young squad. And yeah, they just gave it, yeah, they gave it to him too fast, I believe. Yeah, dude, he was appointed. He was appointed in the summer, last summer, as the under twenty three coach for Juventus. You know their their youth system, right? But three days later, after he was given that job, he goes to he goes to manage the first team of Juventus, and he didn't even manage a game for that under twenty three side for Juventus. So I'm just saying, dude, they he didn't even manage a game before that, and now he's just managing Juventus, and they aren't looking good. The thing I don't get, dude, for me, how is this a rebuild if this team is stacked? You look at the players they got, dude. Let's start off. Goalkeepers. Chesney, Buffon. Defenders. Uh, Delict, Dimirao, Cellini, Bonucci, uh, Danilo, Alexandro. You look at their midfield. Arthur, McKinney, Rabio, Ramsey. I mean, uh, Bentacur. And you look at their forwards, Morata, Dybala, and Ronaldo. Dude, that's a fucking stacked team. <laughs> yeah. 
I would at least want two of those players for Barcelona. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I I don't know, man. I really don't know. Maybe it's probably Pirlo, the way how he's using his players. That's the only thing I could say. I'm I'm assuming, you know, I think it's Pirlo using his players not correctly, probably. Yeah, probably do. I mean, he's using Arthur over McKinney, and let's be honest, bro. Do you miss Arthur for Barcelona? I do. I ain't gonna lie. I do. Well, I don't know about you. Well, I mean, I do, but then I think about it because, you know, Bedi's playing really well. Yeah, true. True, yeah. Yeah, you're, you probably make a point. But he keeps playing Arthur over McKinney, and McKinney, dude, he's been playing good for Juventus. I don't know yeah. why he doesn't, I don't know why he doesn't start him, dude. Yeah, he, he, but, yeah, he's playing really well. I think, you know, for me, he, like, he should use um uh, Arthur, uh, McKinney, and uh, yeah, another another and Rabiot. Or, yeah, he should use those three. Or you know he could you put Bentacud in there because Bentacud is good too. Telling well, like, gonna... like what, yeah, like what you were like what you were saying. Like they have a lot of good players. Like you could they're use stacked. them. Like you, yeah, it's like they're stacked. And for you to get eliminated in the Champions League, for you to be in third place in La Serie A when you should be like competing for like first or second. Well, you know, I mean, you are competing for second, but, like, for you, like, to be on top, like, as, you know, as we all thought, like, they were going to be, like, in the first place, like, I mean, you're not looking as bright as as we all thought you were, they were going to look like. Yeah, and, I mean, dude, we'll just have to see how the season ends for them because if Pirlo doesn't even win that Coppa Italia, that's it, bro. That's it. He It's done for him. Oh, yeah, but definitely. just let's look at the stats behind Torino versus Juventus. Before we do that, what's your prediction, bro? I think Juventus will beat Torino 4-0. Damn, I ain't going pretty strong. I'm I'm, going to go strong with you. I'm going 3-0, bro. Oh, there you go. You see, that's my boy right there. That's my boy. (laughs) (laughs) But let's look at the the stats behind this game. Torino have won only one of their last 29 City A matches against Juventus. Oh, yeah, dude. They're getting their ass (laughs) beat. With with six draws and 22 losses, bro. (laughs) Damn. With the the 2-1 victory in in April of 2015, dude. That was the last time they beat Juventus, bro. Oh my god. Wait, wait, what, Another, what year? What year? In twenty fifteen, bro. That was before Ronaldo was even there. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah, bro. They're losing bad. Uh another stat is Juventus have found the net in each of their last nineteen Stia matches against Torino. The last time they failed to score here against Torino was back in February two thousand and eight. Under Claudio Raninetti, which ended a 0-0 game. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Juventus is going to win Thordino's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. But just a reminder out there for everyone, the Thordino versus Juventus game is this Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, Brian, we're going to move on to the last match we're going to preview in City A, and that is Bologna versus Inter Milan. Right now, bro, Inter Milan are looking high right now. They are in first place with 65 points. Last five matches, all Ws for them. I'm telling you right now, Inter Milan is going to win City A. Right now, Bologna, they sit around mid-table, 11th place. Last five matches for Bologna, uh, two losses but three wins. And, man, bro, Brian... I think Inter will probably beat Bologna probably 2-1. Because, right, let's be honest, dude. Inter Milan, they're not playing in Europe. 
not they don't have a Coppa Italia final to look forward to. All they have to do is win City win the Scudetto. And that should be easy. You look at Lukaku, bro. He's dude, that dude's on he's on a crazy one right now. I mean, that dude's looking like Adriano when he played for Inter. I mean, this dude is fast, strong. Man, dude, I don't know what to say, dude, but I mean, this should be an easy game for them, right? Oh, definitely. Like, right now, what you just mentioned, like, you mentioned that key player, Lukaku. Man, he's balling right now. Uh, I just want to say, like, I'm pretty sure all the United fans are regretting letting him go, for sure. Oh, yeah, they probably are. Don't yeah. just don't tell that to Ruben and Michael, bro. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? Like, I, I just, you know, I just go, I'm just, you know, stay quiet, bro, for sure. <laughs> I got a focus on my team. But, uh, yeah, um, Inter, yeah, they're, they're playing good. Um, Lukaku, uh, you know, out like a, a really, really good season so far right now. Um, yeah, he's playing really well. And I believe Inter could possibly win for sure 3-0 or 2-0 in this game. I'm going with 2-1, dude. I think, you know, I'm saying it'll be easy, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they'll concede that goal probably around the last minute or something. But, yeah, dude, I mean... I've noticed, dude, all the United rejects are playing at Inter Milan. Lukaku, uh, Alexis Sanchez, Ashley Young, and Matteo Darmian. Those are four Man United rejects, and they're about and, to win City I. Yeah, and they're, and, they're, and they're playing good. Well, exactly. obviously, the one that's playing, like, the best, you know, right now is, is Lukaku. Lukaku, yeah. But, damn, dude, I mean, all United, they're about, those United rejects are about to win a City I over mm-hmm. Juventus, dude. Like, oh, that's really? impressive. See? That's I, impressive. Um, speaking about Inter, dude, do you, um, you know, a little quick thing before we move on. Do, do you like their logo, their, their new logo? Oh, that's right. Just to let everyone know, uh, they uh, de- they're gonna debut a new logo for next season. Ah, I don't know, bro. You remember when that Ju- you look at Juventus's logo? You remember when Juventus dropped their new logo back when? I don't like it, bro. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't yeah, like I'll, it. I'll, I'll be honest, dude. I don't, I don't like it either. Yeah, it's just it looks weird, dude. It looks very weird. I don't like it when they change, dude. That's the one thing I hope, like someone like you know Barcelona or Real Madrid or even a Bayern Munich, they do not change their logo, bro. Do not change the fucking logo, bro. Because <laughs> if dude, if they change dude. the logo, oh, <laughs> dude, let, let's not go far, dude. Milan has even changed their logo, bro. AC Milan? Yeah, like their logo has been the same since I yeah, yeah. They, since they they found uh, Milan, but I think so, yeah. But I mean, Inter Inter Milan's new logo. I mean, I'm not feeling it really well. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling it either. Ah, oh, it's gonna suck, dude. But it is what it is. But yeah, we're gonna move on. And before we move on, we're gonna look at some of the stats behind the Bologna versus Inter Milan game. Bologna have won only two of their last 13 City A matches against Inter with four draws, and seven losses. These two victories have come in their last four games against them, both, however, at uh, Bologna Stadium. And another dr- another stat is the last draw between Inter and Bologna and City A came in a September 2017, a 1-1 drawn. Since then, uh, the four uh, Inter victories, Inter have won four, while Bologna have only won two. But it don't matter, bro. Inter is going to win. If they want that City I, they got to win. They also have a game in hand. So 
Inter is going to win. But just to let everyone know that Inter, that Bologna versus Inter game is this Saturday, 11.45 Pacific Standard Time. And the Torino versus Juventus game is this Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, Brian, we're going to move on last to the Bundesliga, bro, in Germany. We're going to move away from Italy. We're going to go to Germany in the Bundesliga. And the first one we're going to preview is the Dortmund versus Eintracht Frankfurt game. And, Brian, bro, this is a big game. Because I, I have made this argument, bro. Because I don't know if you heard recently. Dortmund have valued Erling Holland. At a price of a hundred and eighty million, let's just let's just dwell on that really quick, bro. A hundred and eighty million for Holland, hundred and eighty, bro. That's just crazy. I mean, who do you think is gonna buy him next season, dude? Because let's be honest, Dorman can't keep a hold of him for next season, bro. I think that's the reason why they put that that price for him right there, one eighty million. Because I mean, this all right. <clears throat> Let's put let's think. You know, every team right now, every big team, excuse me, is in debt right now due to the reason of, of the of the virus. Obviously, you know, they've been yeah. losing a lot. Yeah. So the only way, you know, Dorman could keep Halan is basically putting a high price for no team to buy him because as all these teams right now are in debt and for and you're gonna pay that much money, oof, that's gonna be a lot worse for your team to like pay all that. And exactly. so, the, I mean, for them to qualify to the Champion League, I mean, this is one of the big games they have to win. And qualifying to the Champion League is the only, uh, it's, a, it's the second reason for them to keep Halan again another season. Exactly, dude. I mean, you look at this Dortmund versus Eintracht Frankfurt game. Eintracht Frankfurt are in fourth place in a Champions League spot with 47 points. Last five matches, two wins, one loss, two draws. While Dortmund, they're just below Eintracht Frankfurt in the Europa League spot in fifth place, 43 points. Last five matches for Dortmund, three wins, one loss, and one draw. If they want, if Dortmund want to get into the Champions League next season by not winning the Champions League, because I don't think they're going to win the Champions League this season, they have to be Eintracht Frankfurt. Because if they do, they'll be one point behind them. And if they want, if they even have a chance of keeping Holland for next season, bro, they need to get into the Champions League for next season. And I don't know if that will happen or not. But, bro, I just wanted to say to you, because it's been rumored that Holland, he could either go to City or Barcelona or even Real Madrid. Real Madrid are going to, Real Madrid are reportedly going to offer Dortmund 100 million plus Luka Jovic, who's on loan. At Eintracht Frankfurt right now, for those that don't know. Or could he go to City or, or Barcelona? Like, what would you want him most, dude? Because I'm telling you right now, I like Holland. I think I like Holland more than Mbappe, to tell you the truth. Because I already know Mbappe is going to Real Madrid. So, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Holland for Barcelona, dude. I don't know if that will work, bro, to tell you the truth. I don't know. Well, well I mean, for me, Halan going to Barca, I mean, that's like a ring in the finger right there for Barca because they need a nine, to be honest with you. And yeah. I don't uh, – okay, Madrid buying them too, let's be honest, that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's not going to happen. They're only yeah, – 
they got to get if they want Mbappe, they have to get him. And I'm telling you, if they get Mbappe, Holland's not going to go because Holland wants to be the superstar, bro. Exactly, and they and he want they they you can see it already. They both want to they both want to compete against each other. Exactly. So, so for them both to go to 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 the same team, nah, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But I don't know, dude. I don't I don't know if I would want him at Barca. To tell you the truth, I don't know if I would want him because we try to do. He reminds like Henry has said before here on the Talk Man podcast. He he reminds Holland is like a younger, faster Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and we tried Zlatan at Barcelona, it did not work so well, bro. <laughs> it did not work so well, even though he's the goat. Zlatan's the goat. Saying it right now, <laughs> I don't want to get karate chopped by his ass. So saying it right now, <laughs> but I don't know, dude. If it work, it work at City. To tell you the truth, it work at City. Imagine him going to City, dude. Oh, I'm Ooh. saying this right now. If Holland goes to City, bro, nobody else is winning the Premier League for a while. Only City, bro. Only City. Now that you mentioned Holland going to City, imagine the combination of Kevin De Bruyne and Holland. Oh my God, dude, that Man. would be that would be so, dude. I'm telling you, Kevin De Bruyne would finish the Premier League season with the most assists. I'm telling due, you, due, due to that player, man, that's looking yeah. like a FIFA squad right there, career mode, man. Exactly, and oh, and we forgot to mention, dude, Aguero is not going to be at Manchester City after the end of the season. Oh, oh that's going to suck. He's rumored to go to Barcelona. Which would you take him at Barcelona? Aguero. This is like this is the thing that that gets me annoyed of Barcelona. You get you're okay. You're getting rid of all these old players, aka you get you got rid of Luis Suarez because of him being old, right? Now you're going to bring in Cunawero, who's old as well? That doesn't make sense. Exactly, bro. Exactly. This is, I, don't, I don't want – even though he's friends with Messi and they probably make a good combination, I don't want Aguero to go, bro. I heard he's also – he might go to Juventus. It would probably suit him better. I think but. I think, I think Cunawero, um, you know, uh, this is probably going to be a controversy, but if, I think if, you know, if he wants to have, like, a good season – you know, he should go to PSG. Ooh, imagine. But he got it. No, Moise Keen and he got it there, so I don't know. I heard he might go to Juventus, bro. I, I really wouldn't want him at Barcelona, to tell you the nah, truth. I, I mean, neither. I, I wouldn't want him in Barcelona. Yeah. I mean, the only reason they're trying to get Cunauero is... It's to keep Messi. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. But we went uh, off topic, way off topic, bro, with this oh, Dortmund yeah, yeah. versus Eintracht Frankfurt game. But this is an important <laughs> game for Dortmund to get into the Champions League. How do you see this one going between Dortmund and Eintracht Frankfurt? Well, if, I mean, Dortmund has to win. It's not, um, oh, I don't, I yeah, might it's, win. No, it's a, I have to win. Yeah, especially see. before that Manchester City clash in the quarterfinals. Exactly. You have to win to to at least stay right there and, in the champ, you know, yeah. or, or if you win, you're only one one point away from Frankfurt Dude. and fourth spot, and you can easily get into that fourth spot. Like you have exactly. to win. Exactly, dude. They 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 really do. How do you see them winning though? Because you I look, do. I, I I see them winning, but like one zero or like two one, one of those two. I don't know, dude. I'm looking at Eintracht Frankfurt. They got two strikers that are looking in form, and that's Duka Jovic, like we mentioned earlier, and Andre Silva, who's looking, re- who's uh, actually Frankfurt's top goal scorer in the Bundesliga this season. I'm going 
a three two win for I Trank Frankfurt, dude. I don't Dortmund, they concede a lot of goals. I, I I can't disagree with you due to the reason that I mean, let's be honest, dude. Duka Jovic, he picked that team up, huh? Yeah, he really did. And you you got uh, Andre Silva in there. He's doing really good. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard game for Dortmund to win, but they have to win. Like I've been saying, they have to win. Exactly. But I think I think Frankfurt would just be better than Dortmund. But we'll have to see. Maybe Holland can come with another crazy one just before that City game, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, explode right now and don't explode in the Champions League against us. That's all I <laughs> exactly, bro. But let's look at the stats behind this game with uh, Dortmund and Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, Borussia Dortmund are facing Eintracht Frankfurt at home for the 50th time in the German professional football. Uh, Borussia Dortmund have won 35 of these games more than against any other side. Frankfurt have only lost more matches away at Bayern Munich with 43. Another stat is uh, Borussia Dortmund have recorded more Bundesliga wins against any other side than against Eintracht Frankfurt with 45. Same as Werner Bremen. And Dortmund have only scored more goals against Hamburg, 184 goals, than Eintracht Frankfurt. With uh, the Eagles, you know, Eintracht Frankfurt having only ever lost more games to Bayern. But I think they're going to break that. But let's be honest. <laughs> I track Frankfurt is going to win. Just to let everyone know that Dortmund versus I track Frankfurt game is this Saturday, 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to move on to the last match in the Bundesliga that we're going to preview. And that is the big one for me, bro. Another big one in the Bundesliga. And that is Bayern versus RB Leisbig, bro. This Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And Brian, dude, some horrific news for Bayern. Lewandowski will be out for four weeks, meaning he will not only miss this game, which is an important game because it is first versus second. Bayern right now in first place in the Bundesliga with 61 points. Last five matches for Bayern, one loss but four wins. RB Leisbig sitting second with 57 points, just four points behind. First place Bayern, last five matches for RB Leisbig. They have drawn one but one four. Bayern are playing this match just before the PSG clash in the Champions League quarterfinals. And I'm telling you right now, Brian, even though Bayern, they they lost Lewandowski for four weeks. That sucks, dude. That sucks. Because, you know, with him, they're fucking scary. Let's be honest, dude. They're fucking yeah, scary. I agree, I agree. But against RB Leisweg, dude, I think Bayern will win, bro. I think... Let's be honest, Bayern's going to win the Bundesliga. I think Bayern's going to win 2-1 against Leipzig. And to tell you the truth, bro, and we, we've asked this question on our Instagram at the 12-fan podcast, I'll make sure to check it out, that will Bayern still have enough without Lewandowski to beat PSG? And I still think they do. What do you think, bro? Well, I mean, <clears throat> you know, Lewandowski is a big player for Bayern Munich, obviously, in the league and in the Champions League. I mean, this this is a game for Bayern Munich to see what they have, what they got without Lewandowski. Um, I'm looking at their last five games. They've been doing well. Um, They only lost one. And I'm looking yeah. at RB Leipzig, and they have um, won four and draw one. Um, this, like I said, this is a game for for Bayern Munich to, like, discover what they got without 
Lewandowski, I understand, you know, you rely on him for the goals. I understand that. But this is a game for you to see what you have without him. Because let's see, let's say he leaves, he leaves and he's going to, you know, he's going to leave eventually. And what do you have without him? Are you going to like just rely on him forever? Or are you going to like see what you got? Because this is a game for you to see, like for you to do good and to see what you could do as in, like, do great in this game for you to at least imagine what you could do without him against PSG. I'm not saying, you know, PSG and Byron is going to be – I mean, I'm not saying, like, Byron is going to have a hard time – a easy like, a hard, easy time against PSG. Now that, you know, Lewandowski has – he's injured now, it's going to be a lot harder than what it was before against PSG. Yeah, dude. I mean, I still think they'll get through them, though. Like, I still think they'll they'll do it. You don't think so? I mean, it's a hard game now that you you lost your 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 nine, your goal scorer. Yeah, and Neymar's returning for PSG too. <laughs> I mean, I I could see them winning, possibly. Nah, dude. I think I think Bayern will have enough to. It's only four weeks, dude. I mean, if they get through this quarterfinal clash against PSG without him, they'll have him back for the semifinals. Who they oh, will yeah, probably yeah, yeah, for sure he's gonna be there. Yeah. Who the who potentially they'll probably have a um, you know city, and probably then, bro, you probably be wishing fuck Lewandowski get injured again, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm just wishing that right now. I'm what what I want to say is like I'm, you know all these teams should take up the opportunity right now. That Bayern is a little hurt right now with Lewandowski out. Like they should take opportunity right now, like to beat them. Yeah, sure. this is probably a big opportunity for Kylian Mbappe to, you know, probably make his mark. But exactly. with the with the RB Leipzig game versus Bayern, how do you see it going? Without right now, without Lewandowski, them gonna they're gonna they're gonna be like right now clueless. I probably see a draw like a. Two two or a, or a one one right now for for this game. I'm going two one Byron, bro. I think Byron's still gonna whoop, you know, Leisberg, but we'll have to see. I I just want somebody else to win the Bundesliga, dude. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, Byron I, always I, wins it. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I mean, this is probably like. Uh, it's starting to turn into the French league, which is PSG winning. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, I see the French league a lot more competitive than this one right now at the moment, due to the reason like you have all these little small teams going against PSG really well. And I mean, yeah, but PSG, you already know what they want, dude. They yeah, want yeah. the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, right now the only team that's competing against Bayern right now is Leipzig, and they're only down by like by four, four points. points. Yeah, so I mean that's the only thing that that's giving Bayern, you know, at least a headache. But I mean that's that's nothing to Bayern. Bayern easily win this league for sure. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. But stats put behind the RB Leipzig versus Bayern game. RB Leipzig have won just one of their eleven competitive games against Bayern Munich, with five draws and five losses. Another stat is Bayern have won just 44% of their Bundesliga games against RB Leipzig, four out of nine. They only have a worse win percentage against, I, don't, I can't even pronounce that team, Weichensheed or something like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <In the> Bundesliga. 
What did you say to me right now? I, I don't know. It says SG Weitenschlig. That's <laughs> <laughs> not like you were trying to say something, like, say something to me in Germany, bro. Like, in Germany, I was like, I, I was I, like I, wait, what did you say to me, bro? <laughs> I couldn't say it, bro. But just a reminder out there for everyone, the RB Lizard versus Bayern game is this Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. And the uh, Dortmund versus Eintracht Frankfurt game is this Saturday, 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, man, Brian, that concludes another episode <laughs> of Match Preview Friday. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we go, what is it again, bro? SG Weitenschläge. <laughs> Dude, dude. Oh my god, bro. I can't say that name, dude. Why, dude? I'm telling you, I'm trying to say it in Germany because most of these teams, like you, they don't say Bayern as Bayern. They say Bayern Munchen, and I'm just oh like, what? God, bro. They have like, a strong accent, bro. Exactly, dude. Like you know how we like look at this team, Cologne, right? You know, Cologne. Yeah. That's not how you say it. You, it's like I'm saying, hey, bro, give me a bottle of Cologne. It's like yeah, Cologne yeah. or some. Something like that. I don't know. Or God, Wolfsburg, dude. bro. They say Wolfsburg and Deegan. <laughs> <clears throat> Damn, I'm, man. They crazy, man. SD Weitenschlagen. So, what do they say for Dortmund? Because we say Dortmund. Do they say Dortmund? Oh, oh, they probably say Dortmund Mission or something like that. Oh, I don't know. God. <laughs> It's crazy, but oh my god! You know what, Brian? This is a good episode with you, Brian. You're gonna lie. Oh, you. No, it's just like that. Just like when you said that, I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, what like, 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 I was like, "What?" Like, this guy says something to me. I don't even know what he's trying to say to me. Oh my god! But everyone. Everybody, thank you for joining on another edition of Match Preview Friday here on the 12 Mad Podcast. I'd like to thank my my cousin here, our guest, who now will be permanent in the 12 Mad Podcast, Brian, bro. Brian, you got to be cracking, bro. You're fucking funny, bro. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, you know, we talk about football, and, you know, I just want to make um, all the fans laugh. But uh, thank you for having me. Um, hope you guys are safe out there. Um, be safe if you guys go out this weekend. And, uh, yeah, um, thank you, man. Yeah, no problem, bro. And that actually concludes another episode. Just like Brian said, make sure to stay safe, stay healthy, everyone. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. And that concludes another episode of the 12th Man Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to like, share, and comment on our episode. And we hope you enjoy your weekend.